Hi, everyone. Before you return to the episode, I just wanted to let you know that my book, A Modern Guide to Human Design, is now available. And this is the colorful, practical, grounded guide to human design I wish I'd had when I found the system. I take you through how to read your chart, either if you're a beginner and you're starting completely new, all the way to if you're someone who is well-versed in human design and just needs a really handy reference for those moments where you forget who you really are or how to best support your loved ones. We're covering type, authority, profile, energy centers, your variable. That's one part I'm really excited about because this is not typically in books and even some practical details on your gates and channels. You can find the book at most booksellers in person or online and I've included the link below to get more info. Okay, back to the episode. On this episode of New Paradigm Human, we'll be talking about monetizing your hobbies and passions. Can you? Should you? Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Someone in our community today said something that I thought was really interesting, and I had an immediate response to it, and I felt like I wanted to jump on here and talk about it, because if one person is thinking this, I'm sure that there are many other people who are also thinking this, and it's just a very interesting topic to dissect and figure out what's the truth in it, all the things that I personally love to do as a first-line profile. And this was a generator who said that while they really wanted to spend their days doing things that they loved, they also felt strongly that they didn't want to monetize all of their passions. So yes, this was a very interesting topic to me because I think it can be a blocker to living out your life, especially as a generator, but even as a manifesting generator, if you hold this belief. And I also feel that it's one, a belief that you could overcome if you really do want to spend your days doing what you love and make money for it. Or it could be something that you just know to be true about yourself. And I want to talk about a few of the things in your design that may contribute to you wanting to monetize your hobbies or passions or not. So yeah, let's break it down a bit. The first thing that I was thinking about is this belief could be some conditioning that you took on. Is it possible that either you were told growing up or even just as a young adult, that if you monetize something, it always becomes work. It's not fun. It would ruin it for you. That's just something to examine. I don't think I ever had specifically this belief, but it felt really impossible to me before I started my deconditioning process to figure out how would I have a job where I was monetizing things that I love to do, number one. Or number two, I looked around at a lot of the jobs that were maybe more similar to what my actual passions were. So like more creative jobs. And I thought, I, I know what a job is. I know what a job feels like. You're ultimately working for someone else. You're serving someone else. You're serving a client. And if that doesn't appeal to you in general, then yeah, taking a hobby and putting it into that structure would probably be pretty unpleasant. And that was how I felt. I actually didn't mind working the jobs that I worked. I'm a generator. I love having something to do. I love having a purpose, especially when I was 
single in my 20s, which I was single from the entirety of my 20s, work was an important place to me. It was somewhere to go. It was a social outlet. It was a place of belonging. It was my ideal environment in a lot of ways of wet kitchens. And yet I knew that I didn't want the stuff that I love doing to be pushed into that type of environment because I didn't want to do it in service of something that somebody else owned where I was just like a cog in a machine. So for me, even though I am a deeply creative person, I actually went in the direction of a career and job that was not very creative because I did in a way want to keep that energy for myself. And yeah, I just didn't want to be in a creative environment per se. I was okay doing other things that were satisfying enough for me and just knowing that it was a job and it was work and it wouldn't always be the most fun. And it wasn't necessarily something that I was deeply passionate about. It was interesting enough. It was satisfying enough, but I didn't want my creativity existing in that type of structure. I don't know why this was something that I just felt, I believe, but it was pretty true for me. So it's okay to think that way. So to sum all of that up, it could be some conditioning that you took on where you saw someone else in your life have a bad experience trying to do something that they loved. Maybe they tried to start a business and just could never get it off the ground and ended up hating what they were doing. Or maybe they were using their skills related to their passion for someone else's company and ended up feeling really burnt out or unappreciated. So it's good to just look and see like, is there a an origin to this belief or is it something that you truly believe to be true as an experience you've had or something that's core to your being and as far as how to distinguish between those two things I think to an extent you may be able to feel it in your body if it's a belief sometimes it's something that is like up in your head and it you literally feel your energy come up into your head you feel a lot of negativity swirling around it whereas if it's something that's just like deeply truthful for you it typically just feels kind of peaceful in your body. There's not a lot of that anxiety. You don't feel your energy go up to your head, but it might take a little while to figure out the difference for you. But typically a belief is going to be rooted in something that you have seen previously in your life, especially when you were young or impressionable. And it's not something that you specifically have experienced yourself. So if this is a belief, what do you do about it? Well, this is kind of my area of interest at the moment. I've been creating a lot of tools over the past year for generators and MGs who want to reprogram their subconscious. But all the things that I'm creating are rooted in subconscious reprogramming, the law of assumption, journaling, seeking out whatever mental health assistance you need. And I truly do feel that if you are persistent in wanting to rewrite a belief, you absolutely can. And you can totally experience a different reality. So it could be that right now you're in a reality where all you can see and think is that you would never want to monetize your passions and the things that you love to do. But once you undo that belief, suddenly you start to see examples of, oh, here are all these ways that I could get paid to do what I want to do all day. And suddenly that belief just doesn't seem true anymore because you're seeing all these different possibilities. I will definitely be releasing some new ways to work on this mental deconditioning. I ran a group earlier this year where we did it and it was really successful. So we'll definitely be doing something like that again. But depending on when you're listening to this, the best thing to do is to join my email list, which is linked below so that you get updates on everything that I'm releasing. But truly the belief that at least I have about this is that people want to pay for things that make their lives more easy, fun, meaningful, that help them grow, that reflect who they are and give them a sense of belonging. Most humans love to spend money when it's on the right things. That said, 
there are a million reasons in today's world to have a negative relationship with money. It is absolutely one of the most distorted concepts. And yeah, basically it's it's impossible to grow up for the most part without some kind of belief about money that does not serve you. That's a topic for a different day. But at least for me, as I've worked through a lot of these money beliefs, I've come to really love and appreciate people who are taking the risk of creating something that they're really passionate about. And when I find something like that out there, be it a product, a service, a course, and I'm not just talking spiritual things like human design, I'm talking things that I'm interested in like makeup and clothing and planners and stationery and entertainment. It brings me a lot of joy to part with my money in that way and to support that person to receive something amazing in return that I feel makes my life a lot better. So if you have a belief that spending money is always losing something, that would be maybe a belief to look at because it definitely does not have to feel that way. So yes, this idea of getting paid for doing what you love to do, it could be just a belief you have or it could be something that is very true for you. So if it is true for you, let's talk a little bit about that and just some things in your chart that may make that true. So I would say that generally generators are not great at splitting our time energy focus between a lot of different things. And for us, it tends to be important in the long run to find a way to be paid for something that we enjoy doing just simply because in today's world, that's what it takes to be able to dedicate a significant amount of time and energy to something. It's not the only way you could marry or partner with someone who has money that allows you to pursue the things you want. You could essentially retire at whatever age you're at and live off investments or money that you have made in another area of your life. It's not the only way. There's a, There are other ways, but for most of us, we need to be generating some kind of consistent income in order to survive. And so in order to actually spend our days doing something that we really love, we have to get paid for it. On the other hand, this is not completely true for manifesting generators. I find it is actually quite common for manifesting generators to have a few different what I call energy outlets. So you may have a paying job that supports you financially and isn't like your number one passion, but it's something that's satisfying enough for you. It's sustainable. You don't mind showing up to do it every day. Then on the side, you have your hobbies and projects. And you don't monetize those because you want them to feel fun and free and just like this really light and beautiful and expansive part of your life. So if that's the case for you, that is fully in alignment with the manifesting generator energy. You could also want to dedicate most of your time to something that you enjoy and get paid for. That is also possible. But for manifesting generators, making sure that what you're doing feels fun and doesn't get that heaviness of work is so important. So if you're in that category and that's your reality, that 
is fully in alignment. And that just may be your truth that there are things that you want to do that you have no interest in charging money for. Because straight up, you do not have to monetize everything you enjoy. I've actually thought about this a lot. And I've wondered, just asking myself, why are there certain things that I do want to monetize? Why do I want to monetize this spiritual work that I do? Why did I decide to go down that path as opposed to some of the other things I'm interested in? Because I have a lot of interests. I have a lot of things I've been passionate about even longer than spirituality. Things like interior design and graphic design and personal style and planning and stationery and journaling. Those are just some of the things that I can think of that I dedicate a lot of time, money, and energy toward and have for a very long time. And yet, I've never felt inclined to monetize them. And as I've thought about this a lot over the years, I think some of this you can find if you take a look at your North Node. You have a North Node in human design, but you also have one in astrology. I'm particularly interested in the astrology one because I think it's a little bit more broad and a little bit easier to understand since everything in human design tends to be a little bit more about like a specific energy or something more mechanical in the body graph. Whereas I feel that the astrological North Node goes really deep into a lot of soul themes for you. I have paired North Nodes with a lot of human design work I've done in Pure Generators. I don't have anything where I offer that at the moment, although I will soon. But for me, if I look at my North Node axis, I have an Aries North Node and a Libra South Node. So Aries North Node is about uniqueness and going forward on your own path and really paying attention to your sense of individualism. So it would make sense that I would be pulled to start my own business, rely fully on myself, talk about a system that is all about your unique self and maybe why I wouldn't feel so drawn to monetize the hobbies and interests that definitely fit under the Libra South Node. So Libra is a lot about aesthetics and all those things I described like interior design and style and just basically all these other aesthetic pursuits. So it makes sense that those are a big part of what I'm interested in. It's probably something that my soul has a lot of experience in, creating that kind of like beauty in the world. I feel like almost all of my favorite influencers that I follow have either Libra suns or Libra prominent in their chart. But that's not ultimately my destiny in this life. So it makes sense that that's not what I pursued. So you may have a lot of hobbies and interests that are part of your South Node. And there are definitely things that you want to maintain. They're things that are a really important part of your life. But it's not where like your biggest soul learning and growth will come from. So it would make sense why you wouldn't want to monetize them. Whereas there's something that maybe fits more into your North Node, one of your interests where it would actually be really satisfying and lucrative for you to monetize it. And it wouldn't necessarily feel like work. A few more things in your chart that may lead you to feel like why or how could I ever monetize the things that I love. I would take a look at your heart your if you have a defined heart versus an undefined heart defined hearts probably naturally feel a lot of the value in what they offer whereas if you like me and like the majority of the population have an undefined heart it may feel very unclear why anything that you do is of value to anybody else for me as an undefined heart if i try to understand or think about the value of what i create it's just very hard for me it's something that i'm not going to have a consistent understanding of sometimes 
sometimes I will have that energy in there in my heart that says like, okay, I really understand the value of this. I can see my own value. But most of the time I just don't. If you have an undefined heart, you just don't have any intrinsic internal way of gauging the value of something the way someone with a defined heart does. And so for me as an undefined heart and a lot of other undefined hearts I know, we rely on sampling a lot of external feedback. I love to pull my audience to see what they're willing to pay for things. Doesn't mean that I necessarily go with what the majority of people are saying. It simply means that it gives me some data, some things to kind of feel into. I get some expert help from outside people who are really good at pricing things and help me work through the calculations of what makes something a win-win that's both feasible for me and supportive of what I want to create and offer and also the people who are purchasing. So yeah, if you have an undefined heart, it may not be obvious how or why you would monetize something that you love to do, but you can work with that energy and still make money off of something that you love if you want to. Next, if you have a second line in your profile, 24622552, things like that, you just may have no clue why anything that you're doing is special. You think that what you're able to do is something that everybody can do. So why would anybody ever pay for it? And that just simply is not true. As a second line, it's very hard for you to see the things that you do are special. They feel very natural and normal to you. So for you, if there's something that you loved doing and you would love to spend your entire day doing it, ask the people around you, hey, is this thing that I'm doing special and why? Would you pay for this? Do you know of anybody who would pay for this? Is there a way that maybe I could do this more and how might I do that? For you as a second line seeking out Uh, that support from other people who are a positive and supportive influence on you would be really powerful because you may see that, oh, this thing that I have been really discounting about myself because I just thought that everybody could do is actually really special. There's a market for it and it's something that I really might want to put out there. Things like the undefined heart and the second line profile and there's other things also in our human design, but those are the two that tend to be really important for people to look at. Honestly, like As an undefined heart, if I think too hard about, like I said, the value of what I'm doing or even just having the confidence to put all of this out there, the confidence to think that I can sit here and talk and people would want to listen. If I think about that too hard, it honestly just like makes me sick. Like It makes me feel like, ugh. So your own feelings about selling something that is important to you or selling a passion or monetizing something that you enjoy doing actually have very little to do with the reality of whether there's a demand for this, whether it's a viable thing for you to do. And you can kind of just put those feelings to the side after a while. Most of them are just things that are coming in your not self of your undefined centers anyway. So you don't really want to listen to them. If I listen to my undefined heart, I would be stuck doing jobs that I really don't enjoy for the rest of my life because it would probably be telling me that I was cringe and weird to put all this stuff out there when in reality it's not cringe and weird. I've had a successful business for almost five years and the things that I create make a lot of people very happy and add a lot of value to their lives. It's just not for me to know that. (laughs) For me, it's best to stay focused on doing what I love, honoring my sacred responses and being open to other showing me that what I have is valuable, which has been the case because I've been able to continue to have a business. So to sum it up, do you have to monetize everything that you love? 
absolutely not. It's not necessary. If it doesn't feel right for you, you don't have to do it. But if you're sitting there thinking, man, I would really love to spend all day doing this one thing. I truly do feel, and this is not just a belief. This is also something that I have actually witnessed firsthand. Like it has been proven to me on the earth plane that there are ways, especially armed with knowledge of your human design, to do them in a way where you are well compensated, you still have fun, you're really living your dream life of doing things that you love. This is absolutely my reality and I don't think I'm an exceptional person this way. I think there are a lot of people experiencing this, not as many as there could be, but they're growing in numbers as we figure these things out. The fun doesn't have to get sucked out of everything that you enjoy, but at the same time, you also don't have to monetize everything you enjoy. So I think it's just a journey of figuring out what are those things that you do want to monetize and what are the things that you just want to keep for yourself as something that is always a fun passion project or hobby. And again, I think a lot of these tools that I talked about here can help you do that. So yeah, definitely stay connected. This is very much something that's at the center of the Glow Up app and community that I am building. I am hoping to release this sometime in October And it will basically be a library of all of the courses I've created over the years, nicely updated, along with like new live courses that we'll be doing together, a community on Discord, as well as a library of human design information that we'll be building with all of the content available in the new mobile app that I built last month. So if any of this is of interest to you, make sure you're on my email list. Link is down below or you can sign up at puregenerators.com. And yeah, I am particularly interested in this mindset work. I think it is the barrier to so many of us living out our design. Doing this mental deconditioning is such a game changer for everybody. So that will definitely be one of the first, if not the first topic we cover as part of this big glow up. So thank you, everyone, and I'll talk to you next time.